Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, believe it by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. From Los Angeles, California, the music capital of America, it's Music Friday Live, brought to you by Solar City, your source for clean, sustainable energy. I'm your host, Patrick O'Heffernan, and we have a live guest today and two classic interviews. So stay tuned. This is going to be quite a show. Patrick O'Heffernan here, your host on Music Friday Live. The Music Friday team has just returned from vacation this week, and we did not have time to assemble a live show today. But we have a classic interviews with guests who are out there moving and shaking and doing things, and I'm going to tell you about them later in the show. In just a moment, we're going to be talking live with, with Molly Fallock of the band Steps of Dough about her upcoming show, which is tonight. So if you're in Southern California, you're going to want to Tune your ears very carefully. And in fact, I think she's here. Hello. Hello. Hi. Well, Thank you for having all, me this morning. Oh, I'm I'm pretty good. Pretty good. I came back to Mexico <laughs> a little bit sunburned, but uh, other than that, pretty good. So tell us about the show tonight. Well, it's at the Hotel Cafe. That's on Coenga in Hollywood. So if you're in the L.A. area and uh, you don't have plans, or you want to cancel your plans, um, come by. We're playing at 9 p.m. for about an hour. And it's our album release. So we've got all of our albums there. We've got T-shirts and some other fun merch-type things. Well, well, tell us about this album. This is a brand-new album? Yes, brand-new album. It's our debut. Um, it's called On Returning. And we've been working on it for about three years basically since we graduated college and came back home. And we're really excited about it. <laughs> well, you were on the show, I think, about, what, six weeks to eight weeks ago, and we, we talked about what you were doing then, and you threatened us with a album release, and here it is, and I'm really glad to hear about it. <laughs> All right. Now, yep, we come uh, through on our promise. It took you three years. Is, is that were you doing lots of other things in the meantime, or did you really just spend three years on it? I wish we spent all of our time on it. No, we were we were graduating and looking for jobs and moving back in with our parents and trying to find time to write, trying to find time to record. We were playing all the time. So I'm hoping that if everything comes together, the next album will happen a little bit sooner than 
2018. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I'm sure it will. And uh, since I know your music, I know this is going to be a very successful album and a very successful party, too. Uh, congratulations. Of course, um, Hotel Cafe is the premier showcase uh, club in uh, in Hollywood. Uh, of course, it competes a little bit with uh, what's end out in uh, the West Side. But being on uh, the stage in uh, Hotel Cafe is a real honor. I want to tell all of our guests who are in Southern California, if you're in the Los Angeles area, uh, Hotel Cafe is on Coenga Boulevard between Hollywood and Sunset. There's a real easy parking lot, right, ne- right not right next door, but there's an apartment building next door and then the apartment, then the parking lot, so you can just pull right in. I suggest you get there early because I have a feeling that there's going to be a lot of people there. To, uh, and, they, you know, there's only maybe nine or ten tables and everything else is standing room. So if you want to sit there and, you know, take pictures and do all those other good things while you're listening to <laughs> Steps of Dough, you get there early. In fact, I would suggest that you go on the Hotel Cafe website and buy your tickets now, all right? And that way when you uh, you walk up, you uh, you can just get waved, get your bracelet, get your tattoo, and get waved right on through. <laughs> So are we going to hear the full album at Hotel Cafe tonight? Yes, you will. Um, it might not be played in order, but all the songs will be played. Okay. Plus maybe another song. Oh, good. Surprise. Okay, so it'll be a surprise song too, huh? Um, yeah. And, would, and you'll be there, uh, the two of you will be there to uh, sign uh, CDs? Yep, we'll be there. We'll be at our merch booth afterwards and beforehand. And uh, we've got a full band tonight, so it's going to sound Ooh. as close to the album as it ever has, which is wow. which is great. I I don't think I've ever heard you with a full band. I'm, I'm this is going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay, well, 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 Molly, it's uh, be a great thank, night. Uh, do you have any other uh, gigs lined up? Um, we don't have any other shows booked as of now um that starts tomorrow <laughs> uh, <laughs> right i i understand i understand completely and probably late tomorrow um exactly <laughs> well, well molly i want to thank you so much for taking the time to call us and uh, again to our listeners to my southern california listeners if you are in los angeles you don't want to miss steps of doe's album release party tonight at the hotel cafe that's on coenga boulevard uh, in hollywood block north of sunset there's an easy parking right next door so don't worry you don't have to get into the the hollywood parking mess it's right there and it's really easy uh, they go on stage at 9 p.m i suggest you get your tickets in advance at the Hotel Cafe website and be there early because this is going to be a sellout. Thanks again for calling, Molly. Thank you so much, Patrick. We'll take a break now and welcome our affiliates uh, in. Uh, And then when we come back, Zach Villa from Sylvia. This is one of the best indie bands out there, so don't go away. Cameo Entertainment Group and CyberStation USA are now part of Stitcher, a free radio app for your smartphone. With Stitcher, you can listen to live programming as well as archive radio programming right on your phone. To obtain Stitcher, just go to the App Store for your particular phone. Go to search, then type in Stitcher. That's Stitcher. S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. Then download. It's that simple. Stitcher, a free radio app for your smartphone. Convenient access to live and archive CyberStation USA programming on your mobile phone. That's Stitcher. S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. CyberStation USA. Always on the go. 
I'm Patrick O'Heffernan, host of Music Friday Live, and I want to welcome our listeners on the CyberStationUSA.com network and their radio affiliates. Uh, and I want to remind everybody that since the two interviews today have been recorded earlier, don't call in if you have questions or comments for our guest today. But you can email your questions to musicfridaylive at gmail.com. That's musicfridaylive at gmail.com. And we will forward your questions to the guests so they can reply directly for you. Now, unless you tell us differently, we will take your, your email address off so you don't wind up on a mailing list that you don't want to be on. But, you know, if you want to be on their mailing list, just let us know and we'll leave it on. Now, in just a minute, I am going to play my interview with uh, Zach Villa. He's the co-founder and lead singer of the band Sylvia. And it turns out Zach has some acting chops, too. You can catch Zach playing the role of the rebel, a role that he will do quite well in, I'm sure, on weekend dates throughout the month of May in the play Dear John Hughes Show. And that's being produced by the For the Record Productions. They're out of Chicago, I believe. And the production is at the DBA Nightclub Theater in Los Angeles. That's, uh, if I recall, that's out on uh, Santa Monica Boulevard in Fairfax in uh, Midtown, L.A. So, again, this is, this is Los Angeles-based. This is for my Southern California uh, listeners, but um, I'm sure they're going to put videos of it up, too. So if you are in Southern California, you can get tickets at www.forthericordlive.com. And uh, if you use the promo code, you get a discount for uh, Music Friday listeners. So take out your pencil. I'm going to give you a promo code. It's all caps, and it's D-J-H-Z-A. C-H, and that will get you a discount on tickets to the For the Record production of the Dear John Hughes with our next guest in it. And now, my interview with Zach Villa from January of this year. And right now, let me introduce our next guest. Joyful, sophisticated, dense, funky, intelligent, addictive, and crazy quilt soaring rock. I never thought I would introduce a band with that combination of words, but they all describe Sylvia, the band created and led by our next guest, Zach Via. Listening to their eponymous debut EP is like getting behind the wheel of a vintage Chevy convertible and then discovering that it's really a Lamborghini and you're coming down the PCH at full throttle. Driven by seven superb musicians who move together like a single living, breathing, rocking organism, this thing rocks. Zach Via, welcome to Music Friday Live. Hey. Thanks, Patrick. I'm glad to be here. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing even better now that you're here. <laughs> um, <laughs> Likewise. Well, well, first of all, um, when I first heard you play live, my first thought mm -hmm. was, boy, these people are really good. And my second thought was to have you here to explain how you got to be so good. So tell us your story. You moved to L.A., and then what? Yeah, I moved to L.A. from uh, a theater background, actually, in from New York. Um, I came out here about a couple years ago, and, you know, it, it's tricky to, to keep a band, much less a big band, uh, sort of going, much less starting in New York City, because uh, the, the logistics are a little trickier with the subway. You know, you, you saw how, how large my amplifier was. It's uh, it's not very fun taking that up, up and down subway stairs. Um, so... 
uh, after getting out to L.A., I I just sort of looked around and realized that, you know, the band that I sort of had rolling around in the back of my head for the past few months uh, might actually be a possibility with all the talent out here. And, um, and as you do, you know, in, in the music community, it, it, it was sort of haphazard. I met, <laughs> I met the, the brothers Grijalva, uh, my lead guitarist and drummer, and um, by, by actually seeing another show, they were actually, actually mixing a band that, uh, that I knew quite well. And I approached them, and, and uh, Manny, the guitarist, uh, told me about his brother and how good he was at drums. And I was like, oh, yeah, really? Show me. And uh, <laughs> that was sort of the beginning of Sylvia. And then uh, members, you know, five, four, five, six, and seven, all of this kind of came in consecutive number after that. Did you have a strategy for putting this band together at all? Because everybody really clicks, and everybody's very good, too. Or was it just like you described if one person talked to an next person, or did you have something in mind in advance? I did. I think, you know, I'm, I'm a big believer in, in uh, sort of, manifesting what uh what you what you want to see and so i think I, I i had i definitely had in my brain a large band um i you know i had been in a couple trios before that um and that was okay but i really missed being able to get such a like a big live sound and uh and a sound that you know really you just needed more people to make and a lot of bands do that do that with tracks and um sort of playback options nowadays but when I when I wanted to go about making Sylvia or, or you know giving birth to something that that would eventually turn into Sylvia, uh, I really that's what I was after. I was after a huge sound that people were actually making on the spot. And um, then I another another piece to that puzzle is I really wanted a co-lead. I wanted uh, a band that you know I wasn't just going to go and watch for 55 minutes and and hear one singer sort of run out of a bag of tricks. And, um, you know, not, not that I, <laughs> not that I don't trust my own singing <laughs> ability, but, um, but I, I definitely was like, I would love to hear more than one vocalist during, during a, a 45 minute, 35 minute set. Um, and, you know, sort of a nod to Fleetwood Mac and, and some of the, yeah. you know, the great super groups coming up in the sixties and seventies. And, um, and so, yeah, you combine those two things. That's, that's definitely what I had in mind. And then, yeah, the rest was sort of magic. I can't really explain how, how, uh, how lucky I was to get, you know the people that actually came through the door. <laughs> well, they are—they're pretty good people. Uh, in fact, this album is actually uh, full of surprises. Uh, every song is full of surprises, actually. But one of the most surprising songs on it, and my favorite, mm -hmm. is this song. It's called "Desert." Good thing my uh, my microphone line is really long and flexible because I'm dancing around in the studio. <laughs> that is a fabulous <laughs> piece of music. All right, that is that is uh, the Lamborghini coming down the PCH. Uh, Americana clap beat, wild funk, hot cool blues. Now, now, where did that song come from? 
<laughs> oh man, where didn't that song come from? Um, you know, I, 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 I think I think what it came from was um, what was what I was talking about earlier is sort of this this dual lead of a male and, and female sort of fronting the head of a band as opposed to just one. And uh, when we sat down to sort of look at look at songs and start writing for Sylvia, I was like, you know, what we need is a song that that is just screams female power. <laughs> and and I and uh, you know my uh, my girl definitely was like yeah that, that definitely that makes sense to me I, I think I think I would enjoy singing that and uh, so so we sat down and and started um, you know playing this guitar riff that was essentially a disco tune and um, once we got into the studio it sort of morphed into this as as you said sort of an amalgamation of sounds I think I think disco is definitely at the heart of that. And uh, if you listen to the demo someday, you know, in the E behind the music special, it's it's definitely more 70s uh, and less yeah. hard rock than the, than the version that we have now, you know. Aha, so, interesting. Well, Lindsay Clare is, is your, your vocalist there. It does a great right. job. And the, the lyrics in there, oh, mama, what have I done? Burn my clothes and bury my gun. You told me to run. Let's have some fun. <laughs> Believe me, baby, you ain't the chosen one. Um, who's the unlucky <laughs> guy and is he still alive? <laughs> it's a good question. You might have to ask her directly when you see her next. I, uh, <laughs> yeah, she, there's, I, I mean, I'm, I'm sure it speaks to a number of gentlemen that, uh, that have been so unlucky to, uh, come, come within her wrath when she's, when she's not feeling so positive. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll let that be. Let, 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 let we get her in, into, uh, into trouble. Here's the, the, the title track, and it's a complete change of pace and tempo. But it's very identifiable. Still as one of Now that's the title track, uh, Sylvia. Um, who mm-hmm. is Sylvia, and what kind of bad habits did she teach you? Oh man, well I think Sylvia is one person for me in particular. But I think for anyone listening to that song, it's a uh, it's a song. It, it embodies the, the the partner for you that you know is bad, but it's so bad it's good, and it's that it's that that thing where you know you should leave, you should, you know you should definitely get out of the situation, but you just can't because for some reason the torture and sort of the self-mutilation is so satisfying in a weird way. Um, <laughs> Speaking of self-mutilation, we, we should uh, talk about your video in a little while. <laughs> yeah, we can do that. Um, uh, we've got some emails yeah. coming in for you. Um, Fuzzy82 in San Francisco says, um, how big is your amp? Just kidding, but what's your favorite venue in Los Angeles? <laughs> My favorite venue in Los Angeles, it's sort of a toss-up between Hotel Cafe and Molly Malone. Um, Molly's uh, and Angela, the, the booker that's been there for, for a while now, is, is a big fan of us, and we're a big fan of them. It's one of the few stages in L.A. that we actually have extra room with seven people on stage. And, yeah, it's uh, a big stage. <laughs> and there's also dance yeah, room, so- too. Um, and also, how big is the the amp? Could you actually get it into a subway car? <laughs> you could definitely get it into a subway car. It's just a question of 
uh, how long it is before my arm's going to fall off while I'm carrying it. It's a good. <laughs> it's a. I think it's a. I think it's a good 400 watt amp. It's a. It's a Fender Cyber Twin. So not only wow. do I have a lot of analog tube components, I've got a full computer on board. <laughs> um, Michael's in St. Louis wants to know. Uh, you called your sound big sound. Is that the same as a wall of sound? Interesting. No, question. it is not. That's a very good question. Um, Big sound, I think, is, is, is probably more general. Um, wall of sound is actually quite specific in that, you know, it's sort of blaring guitars and, and you sort of have so much texture that it's sort of hard to define what you're actually hearing. And we actually take pride in, in being really specific with the choices we make, especially with the three guitars in our band. So when I say big, I literally mean size uh, and, and sort of sonic, uh, the sonic field is so big but that doesn't mean you can't discern what all the parts are. And I hope that people listening to our record will be able to be like, oh, yeah, that's guitar one, that's guitar two, that's guitar three, because we've made very conscious choices trying to layer everything. Well, actually, I was going to ask you about that. You talk about mm -hmm. um, the, the power of three guitars. Now, a lot of bands have three guitars, mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. but you, you do it very specifically. What do you do with three guitars that makes you unique? Well, I think it's, it's all it's all about the the choices of the choices of sound as as we're building these songs, Patrick. I think it's like, you know, there's it's pretty easy for everybody to sort of play a different version of the chord. You know, like if you're all playing A to C to you know D to E flat, like it all sort of it, it's quite it's an easy choice for everybody to sort of play a different version of that. Um, but what we do is we really take the time to have three guitars really interlaced over the top of each other, so we have a melody part. I'm usually taking the really weird solos slash rhythm part, and Steven is usually doing something really beautiful sort of up the neck. And um, for some reason, it's, it's about the synergy of that. It's not just about sort of going out and, you know, sort of turning up to 11 and going for it. I think, I think we really try to be delicate with our choices. And when you have three different voices, uh, especially three different guitars and three different very specific tones, for some reason it just works, that, that blend. Um, if it was three it works different very people, well. I think it, yeah, if it was three different people, I don't know if it would. <laughs> now, the, the the two songs I've I've played are kind of bookends on the EP. Uh, there's a lot of diversity on uh, between those bookends, and we're going to play a little bit of it. But first, let me ask you: <clears throat> a lot of bands do mashups and fusion. You seem to have yeah. accomplished something different. It's kind of a unified whole in which the parts are each very present, but the whole is larger than the sum of the parts. It, your your, your mm -hmm. individual instruments are, aren't absorbed like soup, but they're kind of separate and complementary like a stew. Now, did you set <laughs> out to do that, or is that just instinctive? I I think it's a mix. Um, I I do think that I I do think that it's the magic of 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 music and the magic of the people that we have in Sylvia. I really don't I don't know. If if it could if it could be the same way with a different group and um, I didn't I, I hoped for that I definitely didn't plan for that <laughs> I think I think we were blessed I think we we're really blessed by by all of the individual instincts you know that that all the band members brought to the table um, I definitely pride myself on arrangement and and I'm usually the guy in the room saying hey no let's put that aside for a second let's focus on this piece or this piece and bring this to the forefront but. I can't take credit for that. If, if it was just me in a room, that that wouldn't it wouldn't it would never even come close to sounding like that. It's it really is just the magic of of everybody's musical background. 
Well, of course, that's a testimony to your your ability to to pick people and and to fit them together. And uh, a piece of that is uh, we're going to hear in this song, Lie to Me, which is kind of a tragic song whose theme is classic, you know, a heart torn between two people, but it's also kind of has some wisdom in it. Let's listen to this for a bit. Like I said, that's that's a different pace, a different tempo, a different feeling, mm-hmm. and and you use a device in there of, of conversation between two lovers, and it works really well. We, we hear the hurt from both sides, but there are some right. words and there's some concepts in there that I think are kind of worth repeating. I'm going to repeat one of them. This is, and I know I'm young and I don't have plans beyond tomorrow's sun, but you bring out the best in me. You make me want to plan for more than one. And then later on in the song, you say, turn away from variety is the sacrifice you make to build the one. Now, that's very interesting lines there. You, you, you've caught the two central conundrums of the heart encapsulated very nicely <laughs> in kind of a ballad pop package. Uh, first of all, did yeah. you write that? And secondly, if you did, was that your own from your own experience? Uh, the answer is yes and yes. Um, Lie to Me is a really important song, uh, especially for me. I, I mean, for the band, too. But but uh, that song really hits close to home. That song was more than five years in the making. Um, from conception on piano, <laughs> which was me in a New York apartment, um, you know, to the version that it is now. And, and we really fought for that song in the studio. And I don't think we had a version previous to this where it really worked. Um, I mean, for me, that's, that's the garner of, of an adult relationship is is two people knowing that they are better together than than alone and um, that like as you said it's a conundrum because it's not always an easy choice you do have to make sacrifices and sort of choose to grow up at a certain point and I think that when people have when people have that that decision to make it's uh, it's it's shocking <laughs> and you don't really know that you're you're there until until you're there. And uh, I think that's what this song is about, is, is uh, two people who, who really want to be able to make that choice but aren't necessarily ready yet. Well, that explains why you were able to put so much wisdom into what's essentially a, uh, a pop ballad. And uh, <laughs> I really appreciate that. Right. We've got well, thank, some more emails thank you. for you. Sure. You're, you're, you're welcome. I appreciate it very much. Five years is a long time to take to write a song. Um, Ranger Danger 99 in Los Angeles wants to know, what has L.A. done for your music? It's so crowded here with good bands. Uh, it must be more than just hauling your amps through a subway. <laughs> uh, you're talking about the eternal hustle that, uh, that bands of any style, genre, or age 
have to do to survive in this uh, in this market. I mean, uh, what did it do for my music? It made me uh, it made me cutthroat in a respectful way. It made it makes me inspired to go out to shows uh, and see exactly what you're talking about. There's so much talent in LA. Uh, it's around every corner. And while pop, you know, might rule in the studios right now, there's so much good music, experimental rock, uh, jazz that that is you know, in the underbelly of Los Angeles. You just have to walk around the corner in downtown LA and you'll find, you know, a million different groups to go to on any given night. So for me, it's, it's definitely, it's kept me humble. Um, and it's also pushed me to, to say, no, we actually do have something to say. And I think that that energy is, is necessary in any band sort of making it anywhere. <laughs> um, right. Well, you know, I'm glad it, you're it, making it. it. Thanks. Yeah, and, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a hard racket out there. Um, it's a very difficult racket. There's uh, there's probably ten thousand bands in Los Angeles, and they're all playing on on Friday and Saturday night. <laughs> right. um, well, we've been having too much fun, which means that we're out of time. I'm uh, I had one more song of yours to uh, to play, Hallowed Halls, and I will play it as we go out. But uh, really quick, I understand you're going to be in the studio for a month or so putting together a uh, an EP. Can we expect to see you live maybe in March or April? You sure can. Um, it'll probably be late March, uh, worst-case scenario, April. Um, but as you know, sort of engineering seven different people in, in music, it takes a little bit of time. So that's exactly what we're doing over the next three months is okay, really all right. down and writing. Well, thank you yeah. so much for being with us. And when you're when you're ready with that new album, we'll have you back on the show. Zach Via of the best band right now, I think the best emerging band in Los Angeles, Sylvia. Thank you so much for being with us. And that was Zach Via. That was our interview with Zach on January 9th of this year. And you can see Zach live, if you're in Southern California, you can see Zach live on stage at the DBA Club in Los Angeles. He's appearing in the Dear John Hughes show. This is his acting chops, not his singing chops. So check out the website for dates and tickets. And don't forget the discount code for Music Friday Live listeners. That discount code, got your pen ready? D-J-Z-A-C-H. That's D-J-H-Z-A-C-H, which I guess is Dear John Hughes, Zach. We're going to post that to the Music Friday Live blog right after the show today, so you can, uh, if you didn't write it down, you can look it up. We've got to take a break now, but when we return, Graham Lesh and Elliot Peck of Midnight North. Midnight North are playing tomorrow night in Northern California. They're going to be playing uh, also in the High Sierra Music Festival a couple of weeks from now, so don't go away. You're not going to want to miss this. These are really great people. But right now, we've got to do a little business. Our troops aren't the only ones fighting right now. Thousands of military families are in crisis. They're fighting financial battles, how to pay the bills, even how to keep their homes and feed their children. You can help by supporting Operation Homefront, a national nonprofit that provides emergency assistance for military families and for wounded warriors when they come home. To learn more about how you can help, go to OperationHomefront.net. 
And we're back at Music Friday Live. I'm Patrick O'Heffernan, your host. And, of course, uh, we would remind you that these interviews were recorded earlier. You can't call in. But if you have questions for our our, um, our guest, you can send emails to musicfridaylive at gmail.com, and we will forward them on. Now, a word from our sponsor, Solar City. Now, you all know that solar power is a huge win-win for homeowners, but a lot of you are reluctant to take the plunge into solar because, you know, the upfront cost costs money. Well, with Solar City, you can go solar for zero upfront costs on approved credit. That's right, zero upfront costs. Solar City will come out and they'll install a solar system on your home for free, and you only pay for the power you use, just like you do from the utility company except your bills are lower because the sun is making a lot of that power for you. As much as half of your electricity can be made by the sun in some cases. Solar City pays for the system. It insures the system. It maintains the system. All you have to do is just enjoy the savings. So if you've been ready for solar, but solar hasn't been ready for you, it is now at Solar City, America's number one clean energy provider. Now, how do you find out about this? Well, you've still got that pencil in your hand from writing down the promo code for uh, Zach Villa's play. So take it out again and write down this phone number, 909-618-6937. That's 909-618-6937. And when you talk to somebody there, tell them I sent you and you'll get a discount. So that's 909-618-6937. Tell them Patrick sent you, and you will get a discount. Well, another band that's on the move is Midnight North, and they, they're opening tomorrow night in the storied Throckmorton Theater in Mill Valley, California. That's just across the Golden Gate Bridge from San Francisco. If you are in Northern California, you should catch the show, especially if you're a dead fan. And why? Well, listen to what Midnight North lead singer uh, has to say, and their fa- Elliot Peck and their founder, lead guitarist Graham Lesh. You might recognize that name, Lesh. Ha- listen to this interview and, and see why, if you're a Dead fan, you really, really want to go to the show. Now, remember, this is a pre-recorded interview, so don't call in, but you can email your questions. And speaking of our guests, I- I'm sure he hates to hear this, but. If you like the Grateful Dead, you will love Graham Lesh and his band, Midnight North. It's not only because his father is the legendary bass player and founding member of the Dead, Phil Lesh, but because Graham has figured out how to keep the energy and joy of the Dead, but with a very modern rock feel. You might say Midnight North is Grateful Dead Reloaded or 2.0. I won't say that. I will just say that Graham Lesh and Midnight North are as much fun as you can have with five people and musical instruments, okay? No matter what you're smoking, actually. So here he is, and I think we have a special surprise. Um, Elliot Peck is with him. Uh, Graham and Elliot, are you both there? I'm yes, here. we are. Hi. Okay, hi. Uh, Graham, you recently released your debut album, uh, The End of the Night, uh, which we're going to play a bit of, but I have a question. Why did it take so long? You were practically born with a guitar in your mouth. Well, uh, this is only the debut album for this band, Midnight North. Um, I've been playing music for forever, basically. Um, <laughs> uh, taking piano lessons since I was in first grade. It was basically part of 
you know, my regular education was to have a music education. Um, and yeah, this, this band just, uh, coalesced pretty much perfectly. And we, uh, we had to record it and put it out as quickly as we can. And that's uh end of the night. Well, it, it certainly, uh, feels like you didn't record it quickly, but you, because it, it's very precisely done. It's beautiful. But we're going to play a little bit. This is the title track. Elliot, your your singing on that is is absolutely country, and the rhythm is country, <laughs> but the feeling is blues and even a little pop. Was that hard to get just right, or did, did it come out just immediately, just the way you wanted it? Well, you know, country and blues uh, are two of my main influences. Um, you know, growing up in Chicago and and being around the Chicago blues music all the time. Um, you know, really influences the feel and kind of the chord progressions of a lot of my songs. Um, but, you know, the country music, moving out to California and, you know, getting to be around all this new, uh, exciting California country music, um, you know, really influences our our current sound quite a bit. So, yeah, it just all kind of came together with that tune and, and uh, with uh, with Graham and, you know, the our our fabulous rhythm section <laughs> uh it, it turned out just perfectly <laughs> well well uh, how did how did the two of you get together from california to chicago and decide that your blues background went well with his with his uh country rock background <laughs> well uh we actually met um kind of by happenstance through inadvertently through craigslist <laughs> if you can believe that <laughs> uh, <laughs> My uh, my husband yeah. an ad for a singer or an ad for a band <laughs> in, in a roundabout way. Our uh, our bass player, who happens to be my husband, uh, was uh, actually uh, interviewing for uh, a position in Graham's band, <laughs> uh, his okay. former band. And then uh, you know they uh, they got to know that I was a singer as well, and and had my own songs. And yeah, we just started jamming together, and it and it all just seamlessly came together. Uh, well, Graham, adds, that that was a, a happy happenstance, but uh, the rest of the band Indeed. is it, it fits rather nicely. Did did you have a a picture in your head in mind of what kind of a band you wanted, or did the things just sort of grow? Uh, it really was just a, a, a natural growth. Um, our drummer Eric Sar um, and I have been performing together since college. Um, years and years and years and uh um you know when we started jamming with connor and elliot um i it started with you know i, I had a bunch of songs uh the, the five that i sing in uh on end of the night uh that i'd written and elliot wrote uh had written five and brought those to the band and um we just started playing together and it worked uh recently we've added a new member uh our fabulous guitar player and organ player uh, Alex Jordan, 
and uh, it's even gotten better. But, um, yeah, it really just is natural. I mean, we all kind of like the same music. Um, we're influenced by a lot of the, simil- the, the same things, uh, similar bands, and it just sort of fit together nicely. Well, this is an example of how nicely it fits together. I want to change the mood a bit uh, and, and kind of sort of glide back to the sound of the Dead Reloaded. This is Miss M, and it's actually my favorite song on the album. <laughs> <laughs> That is so much fun, and, and that song is not only fun, but it's addictive. Uh, it, it's the one I put on repeat, and, and Elliot makes its great use of your voice and, and the bass line, and now that I know the bass player is your husband, I can understand that. The, the, the bass line tracks your voice, kind of a scaffold that you sort of ride on. It's, uh, hmm. uh, it's wonderful. Did, did you write that, or Graham, did you write that? So that song is actually, um, we, we have a friend that we collaborate with a lot named Toby Oler. And, you know, Toby often will, will play me these acoustic songs he's got drumming up in his head. And um, sometimes, you know, I'll hear something and just be like, oh, that's, that's it. I'm, I'm sticking with that. And, and we'll, I'll bring it to the band and we kind of, you know, put our own spin on it and run with it. And, you know, Miss M just really turned out well with the, uh, with the collaboration uh, of the group. And you're right, the, the bass line in that is, is probably my favorite part of the song. Um, I really enjoy, you know, the way he starts it off. And it, it's very much a, a melodic bass line, which is, is cool. So, yeah, it's, it's one of my favorites, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> uh, uh, Graham, um, each one of the band members is, is a really strong talent. Now, do, do they all get involved in songwriting, even when you've got somebody like Tony working with you and get involved in arranging, or do they defer to you and you kind of lead the show? You know, it, it really depends on the song. Um, usually, uh, me or Elliot, uh, or, or now Alex, um, our newest member, who's been helping to write as well, uh, we'll bring an outline. It's usually just acoustic guitar and vocals, and we'll we'll build the song around that. It's um, every once it gets to the band, everyone in the band is absolutely contributing to the groove, the feel, the arrangement, um, and you know the vocal harmonies. Um, basically, we work on everything together until it's right, and luckily we get to play live enough that we can tweak and we can make sure it's perfect before uh you know we set it down on record um but yeah it's a, it's a good process but it's a it's a it's a movable process we can uh <laughs> tailor it to the song <laughs> uh we've got some emails in and for for you all um oh, wow. emil in seattle wants to know who influenced who the most elliot or graham that's a good question. Um, I have smart I mean, listeners. I, <laughs> yeah, um, I I'm absolutely influenced 
by Elliot, um, just the singing and the melodies. Um, it's, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's a hard, it's a hard question to answer yeah, yeah. Um, in totality, but we, you know, we, we definitely work off of each other as much as we can. I mean, the whole mm-hmm. band, but especially me and Elliot, I think, uh, for this record, um, you know, we almost, um, for end of the night mashed together two, um, two solo EPs almost, you know, it's, it's five of my tunes and five of her tunes. And we, we really took the opportunity to, um, to mold each other's songs into something that sounded whole. And, uh, yeah, well, it's, uh, it works. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It works. I'm glad you think so. Yeah. yeah. And I think as you know, as we work together more, we we've, we've started doing a lot more collaborative songwriting. Um, you know, Graham Graham influences um, you know me a lot with his his very um, you know strong melodic guitar playing and his incredible sense of harmony. He's um, really got an ear for that. So you know, you'll you'll sing him something and like right off the bat, he's got a he's got a, this beautiful harmony arrangement for it. So um, so that influences you know our songs quite a bit too. Uh, Raku40 in Philadelphia says, and um, you're going to blush when you hear this, but what he says is, wow, these people are awesome. Where can I see them live? And he's in Philadelphia. <laughs> well, in Philadelphia, um, it might be uh, a little bit until we get out there, but we're hoping to make uh, a trip out this summer um, to the East Coast, uh, the Northeast specifically. Um, but for the, the near future, we are playing mostly in the Bay Area. That's where we're from and based. Um, we have a, a weekly show at um, Terrapin Crossroads in San Rafael in, in Marin County. Um, that's every Sunday night. Um, and we stream those shows um, as often as we can. Uh, a live video stream on uh, Ustream, uh, our Midnight North channel. And um, our next show outside of Terrapin uh, Crossroads is... Um, January 20th uh, at Doc's Lab in San Francisco. We'll be playing with Fred Torfey uh, and some other wonderful local uh, Bay Area musicians. Um, well, now and, that I hear you yeah. stream your your music, mm-hmm. uh, how do our listeners across the country, in, including our friend uh, Raku Forty in Philly, how do they uh, watch those streams? Where do they go for that? Uh, the... The the URL is ustream.tv slash channel slash Midnight North, uh, but we post it on um, on our Twitter at Midnight North and our Facebook, um, just our Midnight North uh, page um, all the time. Uh, you can find it basically, yeah, wherever we are on the Internet, we are linking to that stream, so uh, you can absolutely Great. find it there. Wonderful idea. Well, we're getting a, a, a lot of um, email in asking about your heritage, so why don't uh, I, I kind of sum them up and uh, ask the question, uh, uh, does your heritage help or get in the way? I think it absolutely helps. I'm a very lucky person um, in basically every way. Um, yeah, my whole life, um, you know, my, my dad and you know, my mom as well, who runs the show for him. Um, they're wonderful people, wonderful parents, and obviously um, being who he is, that's a lot of opportunities for me and for, for the band. Um, the the biggest one right now is um, 
just that he owns Terrapin Crossroads, which is a wonderful music venue in San Rafael, and uh, we get to play there every week. Um, <laughs> and so just having having that regular gig uh, with um, wonderful, I'm using that word a lot, but it really is true, um, wonderful fans, uh, wonderful people around, and most importantly, just great, great musicians uh, who are also really good people. Um, it's just a, a, a great community um, full of, of friends and music and, and great opportunity for all of us. And so, um, yeah, in that way, my heritage absolutely is is a help. Um, yeah, I well, haven't we really have... run into any, any time where it's it's not been a positive thing. We have a lot of people who've emailed in. Uh, let's see. I'll just read one. This is from uh, Salina in Boston, and Salina wants to know, uh, why didn't you learn to play the bass? Or maybe you did learn to play the bass. Huh? <laughs> um, I never really have. I Keep in mind, this is a pre-recorded interview, so don't call in. And if you do e- email in, we will forward your emails. My wonderful fiancé got me... Uh, a beginner mandolin for uh, Christmas. But no, I I actually started taking piano lessons um, when I was six or seven. Um, I took those for a very long time and then sort of picked up guitar on my own. Um, And it was just, I really liked it. Um, Okay. I I don't remember my exact frame of mind when I uh, first started picking around on it, but it it was just fun. Um, I I didn't have to go to lessons. Um, Our our, uh, piano lessons were um, a little restricting for my my personal young person taste, and uh, so guitar was just fun. I could teach myself. I could learn whatever I wanted to, Um, and it wasn't always you know grateful about music, but uh, it is. Well, Salina, there's your answer. And since he's studying lots of different uh, instruments, who knows? Maybe at some point he will have the bass. Uh, well, let's oh, yeah, just me, more me and Connor have switched instruments once. <laughs> oh, you have? Okay, all right. Yeah, well, there there you are. All right. So let's let's hear some some more of your great music. And Heritage or Not, uh, Heritage or Not, this song kind of flashes me back to the Fillmore West and the Avalon, but it's really got a nice little modern twist. This is the San Francisco thing. Because I love it most when it's cold The kind of chill that cuts me right to the bone I'm the one in a t-shirt in the rain Move fast, blood flows, and I'll be okay Why the hell am I here today? Sweating like a waterfall in this subway. Two more stops to where I step on stage. A rush that keeps me on this runaway train. So, Graham, you're that crazy person I see out there in the rain with a T-shirt on, huh? <laughs> that is me. Um <laughs> The joke I have with my fiance is that, well, uh, and, and many people, it's just that I'm in San Francisco with all the crazy wind and fog and rain. I'm the one without a jacket, not caring, 
uh, how cold it is. I, I run very warm. <laughs> but you were actually in New York City when you wrote that, it sounds like. Is that right? Uh, I just, I had this image of, that song's just about uh, wanting to be home. Um, in San Francisco, or the Bay Area, uh, is my home. And uh, New York was kind of a stand-in for a, a wonderful place that I really like, but that I I just wanted to be home back in San Francisco. Um, yeah, there's, and there's uh, no, so I wrote that, yeah. Nothing like the city by the bay, I'll say that, particularly uh, the part of it you live in, uh, which is Redwoods. Uh, we've got, uh, speaking of Redwoods, we have a couple of uh, emails here. Uh, this is from Major Minor Key. That's kind of interesting name. Major Minor Key in Austin. And Major Minor Key says, the picture on the the show's website shows you in front of a redwood tree. Do you have a tie-dye following? <laughs> um, we do have something of a tie-dye following. What following we have is, I think, they tend to like their tie-dyes. Um, the picture from the uh, with the Redwoods was a wonderful show we played back in September. Uh, we opened for the Mother Hips, one of our favorite local groups. Um, or I guess they're probably much bigger than local, um, but the Mother Hips. Um, and that was up north in the North Bay um, in the middle of a Redwood forest. And it was one of the coolest, absolutely one of the coolest shows we've done. We've got a, a question here for you, Elliot, and this is from yeah. Raul in, in Lomita. And Raul wants to know, does Elliot ever sing the blues on her own? <laughs> uh, I I sing in the shower every day. <laughs> um, I don't think that Ra- Raul can see you do I that. I think that counts, right? Um, <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I, I this is my main project right now, and so I focus, you know, my energy and attention on this and um, playing with Midnight North. Um, you know, there's occasional times where I will sit in with other bands and, um, you know, get a, get a chance to do some, some solo stuff. But for right now, this is, you know, this is what's working and what's my main project. Okay. Um, now I know this question may be premature because you just, just released uh, the album in June and, and I know it was a lot of work, but what do you see for your band in the coming year? Um, you mentioned you're going to the East coast. You're going to try to expand beyond your Northern California base. We would love to, yes. Um, we are going to hit some uh, festivals hopefully this summer. Um, we'll see which ones. I'm not sure we can say yet. Um, but yeah, uh, our next up for us is, is finishing our, our next record, um, which is yet untitled, which should be out this spring. Um, but before that, we're going to put out a EP um, of our, our new single, uh, which is called Staying Single, Drinking Doubles, uh, a very, very fun country song that Elliot sings. Uh, it'll have some some other tracks from the, from the album, too, and, and possibly some uh, B-sides. Uh, and that should be out either in late January or early February. Um, so keep an eye out for that. Um, All right. And, and, and then, uh, any, yeah, in, any... in the spring, finishing the record. Any, any plans to, uh, to come down to L.A.? We oh, would we love, absolutely we love, love coming to. to LA. <laughs> All right, well, we'll we'll, oh. we'll have to talk about that. Uh, we have time for just uh, one more song, and this is a song that uh, um, it's kind of an on the road song, and and I'll bet a lot of listeners, particularly the musicians listening to the show, can really relate to. This is Long Road. 
roll by Dark as light Order another one more time Remember the words that struck me And that was uh, Midnight North, We uh, the interview conducted in January. And uh, since then, incidentally, Graham has let me know that they have booked dates in Southern California. They're going to be at the Mint. I believe that is August uh, 9th uh, at the Mint. And, of course, that's in uh, central Los Angeles. No, August 8th, 10 p.m. at the Mint in central Los Angeles. Well, that was a pre-recorded interview, so as I said, uh, uh, you can't call in, but we'll be very happy to pass on your emails. And again, that was Graham Lesh and Elliot Peck of Midnight North. Now, if you're in Northern California, catch them tomorrow at the wonderful Throckmorton Theater in Mill Valley, just over the Golden Gate Bridge from San Francisco. If you're going to the High Sierra Festival, they're going to be there. And like I said, they're going to be in Los Angeles in August at the Mint. So check out the Mint's website. That's August 8th. They're going to be on stage at 10 o'clock. Well, if you've been listening to Music Friday Live, uh, you have been listening to Music Friday Live with Patrick O'Heffernan. I'm your host. And you've been listening on either the Cyber Station USA Network or the Blog Talk Radio Network or one of our radio affiliates. If you like our Facebook page and you follow your, our Twitter feed, you'll get a real-time update on our guests. You can also go to our website and read my music reviews. That's, na- that's Music Friday Live. Nation Builder at you music. I'm sorry, <laughs> musicfriday.nationbuilder.com. And there's no www. It's just musicfriday.nationbuilder.com. And you can uh, you can check out my blog there. You can get uh, more information on our guest, and also you can read the reviews. So uh, you know, I post reviews on six magazines around the country, and we also post them on our website. We've got a great blog up on the wonderful show that we were at. Two nights ago, Wednesday night at Los Globos, and we saw a Grammy, a Grammy-winning show there, uh, put on by uh, Gypset Productions, and starring um, a whole whole raft of people. But uh, uh, David Garza was singing there, and um, uh, Gabby Moreno, who of course is the uh, a Gabby a, a Grammy winner. So that was a great one. You can see the blog there too. Our production manager is uh, our producer, actually, is uh, Lars Christensen. Our program director is Jason Bartlebin. Our intern is Angeline Serrano. You can download this program and any other Music Friday program at cyberstationusa.com. Or if you want to do it right away, the best source actually is blogtalkradio.com slash musicfriday. You can also subscribe to our RSS feed and find us on iTunes. We're everywhere, aren't we? Be here next Friday. We're going to be back with a full live lineup. Chris Riffle and Amy Loftus will be here. So, again, check our Twitter stream and our Facebook page, and we will update you on the guests. But the guest list for next Friday, it's live, and it's going to be Amy Loftus and Chris Riffle. Okay, good night, everyone. Have a great musical weekend. Goodbye. Big bed, save the dreams that I've dreamt. 
catch them in this linen net. Keep them so I don't forget. And for everybody that has emailed in, the uh, theme song is Big Bid, Big Big Bed by Blame Sally. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh, 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 you need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs> 